Hi everyone, I'm Grant Barth, founder of Then What. Over the past few weeks, I've had the opportunity to meet with global creatives and leaders. I want to share those stories of positivity and optimism with you. Join me for 3 by 5 three questions in five minutes as we share perspectives from around the world. This week, we welcome Rodman Premack, founder and owner of RP Miller Design. Rodman joins us from Mexico City, where he and his husband, Rudy, own Ago Projects, a gallery and creative incubator. Rodman and Rudy recently launched Ago Photo, an opportunity for photographers to bring a new point of view to their fans and collectors. Rodman joins us to share his views on art in a changing world. And today I want to interview and bring to you uh, Rodman Premack. Um, so Rodman, where are you calling in from? Hi. Hey, Grant. Thanks so much for inviting me. Uh, I'm calling in from my dining room in Mexico City, um, which is now my office, my main like main office, sitting at the dining room table. I thought the first question would be, what is the one craft or skill you're honing today that you have to build upon? I'm woefully unskilled with a lot of digital um, creative stuff. Like, you know, I paint and I draw, and it's a big part of my business to show client sketches and things like that, and I've always done them by hand, which means they're really, it's like time, I'm sensitive and, and slow for my office to deal with it. So I realized that for me, this would be a really great opportunity to learn some of the incredible technologies that exist on like the iPad that can make my communication with my office and clients so much smoother and get my ideas out of my head and to them faster than what I was doing before. Yeah, and you know me, I love to draw. I love a grid paper. Yeah, exactly. I mean, <laughs> I, you know, I always talk to you about your notes and like your drawings and stuff like that. And my things always look like chicken scratch. And then I'm like, but I want them to look this way. And usually that means I have to send it to someone and then I send it back. And I'm like, but no, I wanted it to look like this. Now I can kind of do it myself. And that's amazing to realize that efficiency and to think about how I can apply it when we get back to a more normal kind of pace that'll actually have that skill. My, other, my next question is around just kind of your world. How do you see the global art community evolving into the future? And is there a narrative that is starting to take shape? So many people have gotten really used to seeing JPEGs and images rather than artworks in person, like this idea that you've got to see something in person. Even at the art fairs, you see people buying things on someone's iPad. Like, so already they're doing something digital in a non-digital atmosphere. You know, that, so I think mm, there's, right. but what I don't think is possible is to recreate the energy and the kind of tension of the busy days at the fair. Because whether we want to admit it or not, a lot of what happens is this kind of like voyeuristic and kind of exhibitionistic relationship between buying people like to see other people's other people buying people like people to see them buying people like to feel the competition like or how do you do that how do you get that energy of urgency into something that ends up feeling super super solitary you know yeah. being in a viewing room by yourself or something like that and then i was on the phone yesterday with a really good friend of mine who's a, a really great art advisor and she's like ah please enough of the viewing rooms just send me an email I don't need another experience, just send me the artworks so I can look at them. So I think a lot of energy is being spent on thinking about 
what I was saying earlier of like trying to create an experience. Whereas a lot of people I think are like, I don't want an experience. I just want to be efficient right now. Well, my last, the last question, the third question is what is inspiring you to keep your days focused and looking forward? I get inspired by thinking how design, which I believe in and I think is core to everything, really, how design can help us get out of this situation. So the inspiration moment for me is to think about like, well, how does design, how does, because to me, everything can get resolved by design, science is design, architecture is design, you know, medicine is design. It's all like problem solving. So what, how can, people like me and people that are interested in, in urban planning and architecture and making things, how can we start thinking about how to protect ourselves from this kind of calamity? That for me is super inspiring. Like, you know, great architecture, great design, great things come out of hitting walls, come out of uh, distress. Um, some of the most exciting developments in the 20th century were responses to World War I and then World War II. So in terms of like architecture and design, so how do we take this moment and really recognize that this is like a tipping point globally? Yeah, that's like a big, been a big theme is just innovation and creativity has to be birthed from this, right? And it's got to lead us forward to a better future. Thank you, Graham. Have a good weekend. You too. Tell Rudy hi. I will for sure. Next episode, we interview Juan Mobley from upstate New York. Juan is an executive coach, mentor, and poet. He shares with us fresh perspectives on leadership and optimism.